Canadians believe breast cancer screenings should start younger, and Ottawa launches a new code of conduct when it comes to AI. What does that mean for your health? I'm joined by Dr. Nadia Alam, our favorite family doctor and regular contributor here on Toronto this weekend. Good morning, Dr. Nadia. Hi, how are you doing, Maggie? How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm a bit tired. My dad's in hospital, and so it's been a challenging time for the family. Yeah, yeah, I am sorry to hear that. I hope he gets well. It is, it is. Well, let's talk first of all about uh, breast cancer screening. Right now, the recommendations is that are that women uh, aged fifty to sixty nine get screened for breast cancer every two to three years. Mm-hmm. Many people are saying it should be younger, and that's been the thought for a while now. Now, the rationale for not doing not screening with mammograms in younger women um, is because. The, the mammogram machines themselves were not very specific in mm. the past. So it meant that things would show up on the mammogram that weren't breast cancer by and large. And those things tended to show up more in younger women. Okay. And so old research suggested that if we did screening mammograms starting at age 40, yes, we would catch some cancers, but we would also create harm by putting women through unnecessary, what would turn out to be unnecessary stress, unnecessary investigations um, that could get pretty advanced and surgical without a clear benefit. And so that's why we didn't screen everybody starting at age 40 in the past. Now, mammogram machines have become a lot more sophisticated. Disease patterns have changed. So I'm actually looking forward to the updated guidelines. I think it's time. I think it's time to revisit the discussion. It's important to realize this doesn't apply to women who have a family history of breast cancer in their mom, in their sisters, in their dad. Um, And the reason I say that is those patients um, are part of a different high-risk breast screening program. They do start earlier, depending on who had breast cancer and when in their family. Um, And they're screened using MRIs, plus or minus, mammograms. Okay. You talk, you talked about the 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 um, machines getting more sophisticated, and I kind of had to chuckle because I had a mammogram a couple <laughs> like a, about a year ago, and I was like, "Can we not figure this out? Can it not be as painful as it is?" Like, I I am sorry, <laughs> it, it's a painful process. <laughs> so when I say sophisticated. <laughs> I mean more that the computer stuff is more sophisticated. Because <laughs> if you've ever had a mammogram or have a loved one that's had a mammogram, you have heard about it after because I kept complaining to my husband. I was like, I felt like my breasts were a pancake. Um, and that's, yeah. you know, like it just, it yeah, hurts. They were pulled out. Like right. It's a very bizarre feeling. And it can be very uncomfortable to women who have very sensitive breasts too. Absolutely. I, I had to get mammogram. I'm part of the high risk program. Okay. Um, and so I, I didn't like the MRIs. I certainly don't like the mammograms. I just sort of grit my teeth and put up with it just yep. because the value is, it's kind of like the pop test, right? You grit your teeth, get yes. through it. Another painful thing. Yep. And wish there was a better way to do this. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about, and I'm so glad that you pinpointed those who might have a history mm-hmm. of breast cancer uh, in their family. And obviously, you know, they're going to be tested a lot younger. But are there also, I'm assuming, other demographics, I'm thinking uh, racially especially, uh, who might be more susceptible to breast cancer than may- maybe other ethnicities? Okay, I did a talk on artificial intelligence last week. And one of the things that I found find very frustrating about Canadian research is historically we have not done race-based, yeah. ethnicity-based, gender-based research, um, or even any other kind of risk factors, right? Looking at socio-demographics. And certainly we saw that during the COVID-19 pandemic where certain groups were affected more than other groups. Yep. And we were behind the eight ball because we're just not used to doing this. I mean, we're not... Unlike some other countries, France also doesn't do this kind of more nuanced research. But other co- the countries that do are able to target care where it's needed because all things are not equal in healthcare and illness. And without knowing that information, um, you can't tailor your treatment properly. I mean, right. this is the sad part, Maggie. I was looking at the article this morning um, about this. And I was surprised to learn that black women have a higher chance of having breast cancer at younger ages. Yeah. Me, I've been in practice 15 years, plus all of the training I did before that. And I'm surprised to learn this. And this is where I get angry because this is information that I needed to know and should have known as soon as it came out. Not here where I'm finding out by accident because we're going to be talking about this today. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. I mean, that's how I that's why I led with that question, because when I read that, I thought I remember when I asked my doctor if I could have a mammogram because a friend of mine who was in her 30s was diagnosed. And it just again, you just start to worry. And uh, and my doctor was like, well, no, you're healthy. And, you know, all of the things. And I had to advocate. I had to say, no, I I felt something I want to be tested. Mm -hmm. And if you're not loud (laughs) and if you don't advocate and especially if you're in a group that might be more susceptible to, you know, right today we're talking about breast cancer, but it could be any number of diseases. And if we mm-hmm. don't have the stats to to help doctors yeah. understand that, and if you are, again, our favorite doctor does not even know that, much less those who are out there that uh, are clueless to this reality as well. I know. And, and I totally agree with you. I do. I understand. Like, I was also surprised to see that there was a woman who had, and I've heard this before, I shouldn't have been so surprised, about women who said, okay, I do feel a breast lump, and it's not investigated. Yeah. By and large, if a woman comes in to me to tell me, and, and because there's lack of screening protocols about for women who are younger than 50, I do talk to my female patients with breast about self-screening, right? Mm-hmm. So examining mm-hmm. their breasts getting to know their breasts, getting to know their body parts so that if they notice something that's abnormal for them, they come to me right away. Yeah. And we start the investigations. Even if I can't see them right away, I start ordering investigations because it takes time to get in and get them done. Yeah. Right. Once you're done, if there's an abnormality, the process is pretty fast in most areas that have a rapid access program or a direct access program. Um, but getting your foot in the door can cause delays. And so I tend to take 
restaurants very seriously, even if, even though a lot of them do turn out to be nothing major. But I, w- I always wish that there was a way to catch cancers early. So the ones, like you said, that ca- get women early on in their 30s, those tend to be much more aggressive. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, not every doctor uh, takes those uh, cries for help or, or just concerns seriously, mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, yeah, for a myriad of different that. reasons. Yeah. 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 Thanks again, Dr. Nadia. Thank you. Thank you for bringing up such an important topic. Absolutely. It is October and it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month.